Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck. It's like, and they all have like a different like font. Yeah, it's so good. And it's so good. And it like pans in from 180 degrees out and like mm-hmm. z- like mm-hmm. whips around. And Wolverine's from a jungle, and when he when he yells loud enough, all the birds fly out. And Jubilee <laughs> loves the American flag, I guess. Yeah, that cartoon intro has like better cinematography than the Dark Phoenix movie. <laughs> oh god, that movie was such garbage. Yeah, it had a lot of love. There's that uh, scene in the intro where Wolverine just kind of like. Or rakes his claws together and it seems to like uh, spray electricity between them uh-huh. so like for a while as a yeah. kid i just assumed he had electricity powers that he never used it's too too op the editors were like <laughs> not yet not yet wait till he yeah. has to fight the really really bad guys we're gonna have to sneak through this building with all the lights on wolverine could you no that's not my deal yeah. I, I claws i don't i have electric powers i don't use my electric powers it's the same way like in the in the x-men animated show you never see uh wolverine stab anyone with his claws mm-hmm. ever like he always extends them as go as though he's going to stab them mm-hmm. never stabs I will stab like uh, a sentinel. They'll stab a sentinel. Sentinels, yeah. Yeah. Or any robots or like boxes. Sure. Uh huh. Pictures of Jean Grey. Yeah. Pictures of Jean Grey. Cyclops' cars. Apparently in the, uh, the Spider-Man show that ran alongside it, uh, Spider-Man never punches anyone in the entire series for similar reasons. Huh. Well, yeah. Concussions are like deadly. That's interesting. So it's like the, the creators can like sort of wash their hands of it when everybody's uh, like all these parents are calling in they're like my kid won't stop punching people and growling at them it's like well actually if he threw someone across the room into a web trap then you'd have something to complain about otherwise back the yeah. fuck off lady uh so the intro song for this episode is definitely going to be our acapella version of the x-men theme correct yeah i mean i assume we did it really well and it'll sync up nice and be yeah pleasant to listen i mean to. i think it's perfect if we tr- <laughs> if we try it again it won't like <laughs> To try and get it better, it won't. It might. It might be better quality, but it won't be a better experience. Our listeners will, can hear that inauthenticity. Yeah, I'll do the bass. Chris can do the melody. Ian, you're like the driving hi hat part. The one that goes. Well, so that's the bass. Uh, never mind. It's also Mortal Kombat, right? Uh, it starts out kind of like Mortal Kombat. Speaking of, Baraka shoots like electricity out of his claws when he rubs them together like a cricket. Welcome to Booster Adventure. We're just not going to bother reading a book this week. We're having so much fun talking about things. Gang, t- speaking of stuff that we have fun talking about, I just got the uh, remastered Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Oh my god, I was just talking about that today. I'm going to oh get it. Oh my god, let me tell you what happened to the last two hours of my afternoon. <laughs> I was literally just thinking today, like, because um, I'm finishing up like the last DLC for Witcher, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to be able to have a break from video games for a while and do other stuff and then i was in target and i just walked by tony hawk one and two and i was like <laughs> yeah. all right well fuck that i guess it is worth it it is worth it it's youth it's a youth game it's a game for the youth i feel very connected to the youth. yeah it's play. a game for the youth it's not a nostalgia play for those of us mm. who like you know were 15 15 years ago everybody knows rodney mullen everybody in, in the year 2020 <laughs> who's just getting into skateboarding knows about rodney mullen and Bob Burnquist, you guys know these guys. They're not your dad's age. It is kind of painful. The tutorial level, you are Tony Hawk, and he's also narrating it. He's like, all right, just, you know, press press X to do an ollie. And then you fall over sideways because you land the ollie wrong. And, like, the model of Tony Hawk looks just like Tony Hawk, and it looks like he gets hurt. And he's like, <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's very bad because I like, I like Anthony, and I don't like seeing him get hurt. But, it, you know, it's, he's got to give me the points. Anthony's got to give me the points or he gets hurt. That's why you got to hurry up and unlock that Spider-Man skin so oh you can God. hide behind that uh, emotionless veil. 
Uh, yeah, I never got into Tony Hawk. Fuck you, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Chris <laughs> how did you, how did you know what was cool when you were in elementary? Well, I never. School? I didn't have a PlayStation, so I couldn't uh, play. Did you play Station. Dave Mira BMX Master? Or whatever? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I was like, yeah, I was a moron. Ke- Ke- Kelly Slater Pro Surfer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a huge Kelly Slater Pro that Surfer. Redhead head. guy, snowboard champ, mm-hmm. two thousand five. Sean. Mullins. Mm, that's that's the rockabye, <laughs> rockabye. Man, right? That's the rockabye man. Oh, the rockabye game. That one's pretty dope. Yeah, you string together a bunch of tricks and then try not to cry yourself to sleep. Mm-hmm. Sean Mullins, extreme acoustic guitarist. <laughs> yeah, it was a precursor to Guitar Hero. Welcome to Booze Your Own Adventure, <laughs> a podcast where three grown men get so excited about the possibility of reading a game book about the X-Men that they talk about X-Men for a bunch of time yeah. and then get inspired to talk about other nostalgia stuff. We yeah, didn't even mention why we were talking about the X-Men. We just started doing the theme song and let the yeah. listeners wait six minutes to figure out what the fuck is happening. <sighs> we're the worst podcast hosts. Welcome to Booze Your Own Adventure, <laughs> a podcast where three grown-ups try and beat a children's game. Eventually. I'm Wolverine. Uh, I'm Nightcrawler. I'm Gambit, bitches. Why'd you let me yeah. have the best one? Because you let me be Wolverine, because I went first. And, and today, we're reading, if you haven't already put it together, <laughs> we are reading Master of Karate by Richard Bright. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a joke for us. Uh, we are reading Marvel Superheroes Adventure Gamebook number six, The Uncanny X-Men, in an excellent death uh, and that of course is spelled with just a naked x and then a dash and then sellant um, by kate novak uh, this comes to us from our friends at an archive our good friends who definitely know us and have uh, blessed us using their contents man i've seen enemy of the state they have hacked this computer the first time i downloaded a pdf i've also seen that movie yeah it's very realistic and is what's happening to my computer now <laughs> this looks like a very exciting game uh, last time we played at Marvel Superheroes, we were just Spider-Man, uh, and I think it was Mark as a very jokes-heavy Peter Parker. Yeah, also a regrettably throaty voice for uh-huh. Peter Parker, so I recommend not doing yeah, that. Although yeah, you've got an ensemble cast, and I had just the solo protagonist. So. Yeah, um, Mark commits to bits really hard, and then like uh, he just keeps digging himself deeper in him. Literally passed out in a bar one time from committing to a bit. Yeah. Um, but today, Chris, we're just going to let that go by. Okay, <laughs> no, it's fine. He's with us today. That's what counts. Um, do you not remember the story he when he broke his fucking arm arm wrestling? Like the man's a loose cannon. Oh, I didn't realize he passed out after that, which makes a lot of sense. No, that was that's a, that's a separate occurrence. But we can move on. No, Mark, that was a separate <laughs> occurrence. Yeah. Can you give me like a, a can you give me like a brief overview of why and how you came to pass out in a bar because of a bit? Like an executive summary. I was hanging out after an improv show with other improvisers, like you do. We had this bit going about like wanting to grow a beard by sheer force of will. And so I started like doing that thing where you push the blood to your face kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. as a way of kind of like embodying what that would look like. Going saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then I woke up on the floor. Jesus. Also, I'd spilled a pitcher of beer and it was broken around me. Oh, wow. So you don't know that you just blacked out. You might have turned into like a, do- uh, a Mr. Jekyll sort of monster, done, done a muck and then smashed the... Uh... Yeah, three of my friends were dead and had, like, claw marks on them, but, like, no one would tell me what had happened. That's so weird. It's probably Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking weird, <laughs> weird moment. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad you're okay, Mark. Um, I would say that I hope you make better decisions in the future, but you're still here, so make, you know, whatever decisions. No, I honestly, there's nothing about that story I don't admire. You committed to the fucking bit, and, like... That's at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. Death before dishonor. It happened so fast. Like, I don't remember like the moment thinking like, oh, I've been doing this a little bit too long. I might pass out now. I just started doing it. And then I was on the floor. Yeah, that's kind of bogus. Your body should at least be like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, slow down. This isn't going to end the way you want it to end. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Uh Oh, listen, buddy, I'm going to count back from five. All right. No slowing down. Hey, uh, boss, uh, he's got orders from Brain. He wants us to uh, <laughs> sort of just not breathe well, for a long time. Well, I'm trying to talk him out of it. trying to talk him out of it. I can't believe, well, he doesn't listen to his subconscious. It's an old Jiminy Cricket move. Uh, all right, well, brace for impact, I guess. Don't stop yourself with your wrists. Hey, Mark, this is your dumbass decision-making part of your brain. Your dumb friends are still laughing, so we're just going to keep this train rolling for another three to four minutes, all uh, right? Sweet, sweet peer approval. Like you mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, God. I don't remember what other people look or sound like, so. Yeah, fair. <laughs> for 
Brace front, true believers! In this new role-playing game book, you are not one, but four of the uncanny X-Men as collectively. You are four of the X-Men. That's a weird sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you face one of your most formidable foes in the Marvel Universe. The Toad. <laughs> Brick Frog. <laughs> I just throw uh, Brick Frog. I throw bricks. Your adventure reads like a book, plays like a game, and offers a thrill a minute with you as your favorite Marvel superheroes, all caps. So which four are we? Well, if we're our favorite ones were Wolverine, also Shatterstar, and then uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all I know. Forge. The ice guy, with whatever his name is. Ice, ice Bork. Is it Iceman? It's Iceman. <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> Did no one stop the guy drawing Iceman and say, like, hey, dog, we already made Silver Surfer. Maybe redraw this. No, 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 no. You guys write him a different story now. He is, he is the same guy, but make him be different. You guys mind if I uh, just go down and get, like, a coffee for, like, a couple hours? I'm going through some stuff, and, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to do Silver Surfer again. Well. That's, uh, that's where I'm at. I just, I already had these Silver Surfer drawings, so I just gave them to the editor, and I think they're going to make it work somehow as an X-Fan. You know what? They don't, they don't often rely on the colorist to be the one that saves the day, but uh, I'm really hoping they put a blue on this guy instead of a silver. Let's just, like, say what the names of the X-Men are and then, like, start with, jump into the story or whatever. Yeah, this uh, extra text. You guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you know who the X-Men are. We've got Wolverine, Rogue, Nightcrawler, and Storm. That's it. That's all of the X-Men. So if you thought there were more, you're wrong. That's it for the X-Men. <laughs> what about Morph? Nope, he's dead. He's dead as hell. The first thing that happens is Morph dies. Spoiler alert, uh, they're all actually just Morph. <laughs> Uh-oh. You, you are four Morphs. You are four Morphs. You guys ever notice that Morph and Mystique have exactly the same powers? Yep. Well, yeah. And you ever see them in the same place at the same time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe Morph is also Rogue's mom. Uh-oh. Be careful, mine friend. She is their most dangerous player. We could lose all if she gets the advantage of us. Oh, man, I committed. Okay. You note Nightcrawler's warning with the curt nod. Kurt Wagner. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Your fellow X-Man's analysis of your opponent is quite accurate, but you're dangerous too. Does anyone else just really have trouble taking it seriously in the singular X-Man? Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. Like, this is the X-Man, then there's another X-Man. Oh, also, did you ever think that, like, maybe they named X-Men, and they were like, is it kind of weird that there are women on this team, but it's still called X-Men? And then, what if we took this same formula of, like, just a random letter, and then, you know, a word that stands for people, and, like applied it in a gender neutral way and that's how they came up with inhumans oh huh, okay yeah be. or like the p dudes <laughs> you guys know about the p dudes that's where my that's where my man morph went to after he got after he after he kicked it morph didn't really die he just left and then started the p dudes uh it's morph uh, a really smart dog and a computer he programmed to uh recite all of the lyrics to uh, uh the tool songs don't they go up against uh, the j motherfuckers all the time mm-hmm yeah, they have a beef with the J motherfuckers. Um, who? Well, congratulations on both of your new uh, Marvel comic lines. Yeah, yep, we did it. They just let anybody write those books now. Uh, uh okay, Morph. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, I'm the best at what I do, you always say, and you don't just say it to build your confidence. It just happens to be a fact. Hell yeah. Come on, Wolverine, play ball, Storm shouts from first base. <laughs> Chris, Chris did a lot of work to find Nightcrawler. He did work <laughs> to find Wolverine. And then his storm is just his natural speaking voice. What about like, come on, Wolverine, play ball. Oh, yeah, that's way better. OK, cool. Yeah, yeah. like Fred, like Fred Snyder. I just I did all that work and I was just like, oh, fuck it. OK, here we go. Come on, Wolverine, play ball. She might turn into Dracula. Oh. <laughs> uh, storm shouts from first base. Her cape whipping behind her. Mm-hmm. The next batter, the one Nightcrawler warned you of, is Rogue. And with her superhuman strength, you might as well kiss the ball goodbye when she hits it. So Rogue is allowed to use her powers, but Nightcrawler can't just teleport from one base to the other? We don't know that for sure, but... Well, someone's still gotta hit the ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't rush me, woman. You growl back at Storm, who has proven to be as formidable a baseball team captain as she is a leader of the X-Men. Nice. We don't have Cyclops in this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Again, he left. I don't know. Is he dead? Does anyone care? No, just nobody tells Cyclops at the baseball games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would you? He's really he's he's really nitpicky about the rules. He is just a 
backseat third base coach, yeah. and that is it. Uh, even though she was robbed of her superhuman powers, she's a born leader and a real scrapper. Roberto da Costa, that famous mutant, bats <laughs> after Rogue, and you have no doubt you can strike the little twerp out. Uh, after all, he's only a new mutant, the junior class <laughs> at the Professor Charles Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters. New mutants is what we're calling children. <laughs> He's called Sunspot. His abilities are strength, flight, solar absorption, and rechanneling, heat and light blasts, plasma emission, which is... Uh, photosynthesis, I think, is the word you're looking for there. Uh, Roberto is hot-headed and can be easily psyched out. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can really emotionally bully him. Yeah, I'm going to slice you into pieces with my claws, 12-year-old. 200-year-old Wolverine bullying children. <laughs> <laughs> Storm is affectionately tussling the hair of your first baseman. Ronnie Sinclair, another new mutant. Wolfsbane. It's Wolfsbane. I just looked it up. Thanks, Ian. That's really going to help with the momentum of this episode. Now, you know Wolfsbane. I'm, help, I'm helping paint the picture. You can see that Storm is trying to put the girl off guard so that she can steal a base. Fortunately, Ronnie's fellow student, your second baseman, Danielle Moonstar, is a tougher case. And your third baseman, the youngest X-Man, Kitty Pride, has earned the nickname The Executioner for her ability to tag out people who reach her territory and just slam her hands through people's bodies. <laughs> Wait, so when it says that Storm is trying to put the girl off guard so she can steal a base, and what she's doing is tousling the girl's hair, is she flirting with a student? Is that what's going on here? I'm going to say probably not. Okay. I mean, that tousling someone's hair is like a pretty, I don't think you just casually do that, though. I think, I think you, if, you, if you come in from the top, right, and you do like a, just like a, a real quick rough and dirty uh -huh. tussle, A rough right? and dirty tussle. That's different, right? A, an all business If you're getting tussle. in there, you're playing with the curls, that's, yeah, that's a message. Sure. But uh, I think just a quick tussle, that can be totally platonic. If it's mostly palm and not fingers, then you're, then yeah, you're, I think it's, you're pretty good. Yep. You're probably good. Like you're petting a dog. Got it. Yeah, like you're petting a dog. Yeah. That you, if you want to be safe, all palm, no fingers. Yeah, all palm, no fingers. <laughs> the the forgotten X Men. Uh huh. <laughs> well, his, his name is his name is David Duchovny, and then like when that dude got famous, they sort of retired his uh, his work name, and he just became all palm, no fingers. But he is he is David Duchovny. You take one last look at Rogue and DaCosta from the pitcher's mound. Make an intuition. Nope, we're not doing that. Uh, do you guys want to flip a coin or just pick whatever seems like it'd be funnier? So it's basically, do we succeed at striking this batter out or not? Yeah, I think so. I kind of want to let Rogue get a hit. Yeah, let's see what happens with Rogue getting a hit. Put all the pressure on our pitcher. Might as well walk Rogue, you mutter. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I like how we, none of us know how to baseball. There's I know how to baseball. I just didn't think that like rolling poorly was going to cause Wolverine to just wuss out on pitching. Wait, is Wolverine pitching? Yeah. Because he's really yeah. strong. All he has to do is bean her. Like, he's just got to hit her really hard with the ball, and she can take first base, and then they don't have to worry about her batting. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, but he's not a psychopath. You know what I mean? Is he not? I thought that was his whole thing. I don't think that's his whole thing. I think he's got a heart of gold. I think, also, he probably has enough pride. Like, you know, he doesn't want to be known as, like, that shitty pitcher that keeps beaning people. Remember in the first X-Men movie where he stabs Rogue because she woke him up because he was having a bad dream, and she and he fucking stabs her through the heart, and she has to steal his powers so he, she doesn't die? First of all, that's the second X-Men movie. Whatever. That's the best one. <laughs> it is. And I think he felt really bad about it. Yeah, probably. Heart of gold. Heart of gold on that child stabber. <laughs> Skeleton adamantium, heart of gold. He's got all the metals covered. <laughs> uh, my heart's actually really soft. It's a wildly shitty heart. Teeth of copper. Yeah. Fingernails of platinum. What the fuck? <laughs> Guys, I can't think of another hard body substance that isn't claimed or a metal. Like, I'm drawing blanks on two of these games. Cartilage of zinc. Is zinc a metal? I don't think it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. It probably is. We're Storm now. You watch with annoyance as Wolverine pitches wildly to Rogue like an idiot. He's going to take the safe way out and walk her, hoping to strike out Bobby, you realize. Oh, we know Bobby. We know Bobby. Bobby's Iceman. Uh, ice guy? Ice guy. <laughs> Bork. Cold, cold hands? Yeah. For, uh, Bingen Stark. <laughs> sure enough, Magneto, uh, the umpire. What? Thought, what? What universe is this? Is this, is this in the, like, the danger room, maybe? maybe? This is a fever dream. Could be a danger room. Could be a fever dream. Could be, could be Mysterio. Uh, sure enough, Magneto, the umpire, calls four balls and sends Rogue to first base. You signal to him to call for a timeout. 
the former would-be world conqueror who is now filling in as mentor of the new mutants until Charles Xavier returns from his outer space journeys. Wow. What? You can't just drop that in as a sentence and, and make it all better. Like, that's the, years of, of development. What? This is so much like trying to jump into comic books. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is good. They're staying true to the source material. Real barrier to entry. <laughs> Nods his assent. He holds DaCosta back from the plate by just, like, moving all the metal in his blood back, I guess, until you arrive. What can I say to this boy, you wonder? <laughs> How can I keep him from losing his cool when Wolverine starts to psych him out with his macho pitching? Yeah, Storm is Dracula now. It's yeah, happened. yeah, or, um, or uh, Byron Orpheus, Dr. Byron Orpheus. <laughs> uh, make a leadership feat roll. So I, 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 like, I kind of want to fail, right? Just to see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Well, who needs Sunspot, you know? What does he do? Blast stuff? I don't need him because I've never heard of him. Mm -mm, me neither. Yeah, he must be a shitty mutant. Wolverine and Roberto have been feuding for as long as you can remember, but you don't really know what to do about it. It's like he's a he's a pretty cool mutant, but like a shitty dude. Yeah, total asshole. Yeah, what a dick. Robbie, keep calm, you order. Don't let Logan get to you. It's just a game. <laughs> the Order of the Triad. Fetch me my blue windbreaker! <laughs> Chris, have you ever cosplayed as Dr. Byron Orpheus? No, but oh my god, it's perfect. It's exactly, like, you could fit into a cape like that, you're tall like that, you could do your hair big. Holy shit. I've wanted an excuse to get, like, a, a just a hanging out robe. And a vampire medallion? <laughs> oh god, this is, this is it, this is it, this is, ah, uh, yeah. that's the, that's, I'm done for Dragon Con forever. And, like, Mark, you don't know the Venture Brothers. Accurate. But... Dean. Huh? Cool. Yeah. I'm sure that's funny and correct. Funny for me. I'm really into now, it. I mean, I'm thinking about it. I, uh, I think we could do better for Mark. You think? Yeah. I'm more of a Samantha. <laughs> a few fast balls later, he's struck out. Mm. The game is over. A feeling of dissatisfaction sweeps over you, but it has more to do with the problem of Roberto and Wolverine than with losing this ball game. You know, when Beast is pitcher, he just flings Wolverine at people. Uh, fast, fastball <laughs> special. That's right. Yeah. Uh, determined to hide your feelings, you approach the pitcher's mound to shake Logan's hand. Congratulations, you say sincerely. However, now I must go solve some wounded egos, you continue. <laughs> that was Storm. <laughs> you pat each of your teammates on the back in turn. There's Sam Guthrie, another new mutant, Roberto... Rogue and Peter Rasputin, also known as Colossus. Yes, fucking love Colossus. Yeah, he's just a solid dude. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> From the corner of your eye, you see Nightcrawler patting Wolverine on the back. They've been very close lately. You wonder what's up with that. Uh, there's so many words here. We have not fought anybody. I know. If I'd known that this was a baseball book, I would not have read it. <laughs> as you pat your team captain on the back, you notice his expression turns suddenly grim. What is, what is wrong, Logan? You ask as the two of you move away from your teammates. Great, so we got Dracula and a different Dracula. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. This is the greatest challenge I've faced in quarantine. Two Draculas? Yeah, it's a pretty big one. Uh, a, lot of people, a lot of people would uh, have trouble fighting two Draculas. I smell a fire, Kurt, Wolverine whispers. A big one. <laughs> the wind is coming in from, over, from the vest, you note. Which is what you say when you're farting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that good vest wind. I smell traces of gasoline fumes, burning rubber, insulation, phosphorus. Phosphorus? You mean like in a firebomb? You signal Rogue to come over to you and Wolverine. Oh, this is so good. What can I do for you, gentlemen? The young woman asks in her mellifluous southern drawl. Ah, uh, yes. Finally, the southern bell is the correct voice. Uh-huh. Sort of guided into it with mellifluous southern drawl. Yeah. I had no option. Rogue, I want you to fly up over the lake and see if you can spot smoke, Wolverine says. All right, she replies, looking at you, puzzled. Sugar. Mon cherie. You hold her back for a moment. As Nightcrawler. <laughs> Let go of my back, Nightcrawler. Yeah, hey, quit. I didn't even really <laughs> feel you here. It's just that I saw you out of the corner of my eye. Just look, Liebchen, you say. Don't get close. The fumes could be dangerous. I'll be real careful, Nightcrawler, sugar, Ro Rogue replies teasingly. Ooh. Called it. 
saying all of her catchphrases. All at once. Uh, she runs a gloved finger up the blue fur along your arm and flashes you one of her dazzling smiles before she soars upward. A touch of sadness creeps over you as you watch her fade into a speck in the sky. That's the thing with Nightcrawler, right? Is that a lot of what he does is with a touch of sadness. Yeah. <laughs> He's so sad. Rogue can be a charming flirt, but you know it's her only defense against the loneliness that her mutant power forces upon her. You can't imagine what it would be like to be cursed with her power, to have to avoid touching all human flesh. Ugh, that's a gross line for a kid's <laughs> book. You can't yep. imagine what it would be like to not be able to touch all that good human flesh. What would I do without flesh touches? <laughs> I'd be hollow and alone. Oh, don't worry. This next paragraph is even weirder. I used to feel sorry for myself, you tell Wolverine, because I looked so different. But I cannot think of anything worse than Rogue's problem. Jeez. At a time in her life when she should be beginning to explore intimacy, she doesn't dare to. Oh, Let's have this conversation, Wolverine. Hey, what, if- what age do we think Rogue is that Nightcrawler has decided she should begin to explore intimacy? Well, in the cartoon, she's always like a lot older than Anna Paquin, right? Uh-huh. Right. Um, but the, like, if she practices safe intimacy, could, could that perhaps be the solution? Is Rogue like a really pro-condom... Are you she, talking full body condom? Is that what you're yeah, getting at? Yeah, talking like naked gun, full body condom. <laughs> well, that that that, uh, that won't work. She's from Louisiana, and they do not believe okay. in birth control. Yeah, good point. So, good point. Yeah, and especially not a woman's right to choose to use birth control. I feel like people who don't believe in birth control are going to be more in favor of covering your nakedness completely, though. You know. Sure. Yeah. So they'd be. So they they would definitely be wrapped up in like loose sweat shirts and pants, mm-hmm. but they would be raw dogging. <laughs> Certainly, just like tucked above the uh, the elastic of the sweatpants. Uh-huh. A lot of a lot of over the clothes stuff. Like, there's no like. Oh, I'm so sorry, Rogue can't do stuff. Like, she can do most of the stuff. She can still probably do enough stuff to get in trouble at a Bible camp. She could do enough stuff to like get kicked off of the school bus. Like, she's like she's still probably fine. <laughs> she can. She, Rogue could get kicked out of the debate team. You know what I'm saying? Rogue Rogue could be asked to never come back to the Orlando trip. Like, she could definitely be banned from future Orlando trips. Ugh. Wait, you guys did an Orlando trip? We did a South Georgia trip. I didn't do an Orlando trip. I, I'm just I'm just drawing from my sort of knowledge of uh, 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 underhanded deeds. I did a New York trip and I did a Washington D.C. trip. What? Whoa! And the New York trip was in 2002, so that one was. I'm not sure why they let it happen. Yeah. Huh. Well, lightning never strikes twice. That's true. That was probably the argument that sold it. <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst that could happen i remember in 2002 uh the school trying to use uh the terror attacks of september 11th 2001 uh in in the year of 2002 to keep anybody from going on any field trips anywhere and like mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. they're not they're probably not gonna hit the cyclorama gang like <laughs> I, I i don't i don't mean to get political but like i don't think they're gonna hit the cyclorama wolverine shrugs Chris was only seven when 9-11 happened. He doesn't want to let anybody know. (laughs) You eye Wolverine critically. You've seen him heartbroken on many occasions, and yet he hasn't given up on love. You know that beneath his... This is the X-Men content, I think, that we were expecting. Nightcrawler is fucking horny, man. (laughs) Nightcrawler just, like, horny on main at a baseball game. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, beneath his gruff exterior is a man whose soul aches for the true union of body and spirit with another. Oh, yes, that is so Wolverine, am I right? He truly aches. His soul aches for the union of body and spirit. But whenever he tries to lay on top of a woman, she dies because he weighs 800 pounds because of all the adamantium in his body. True. Yeah, so he just pops him like a grape. And <laughs> as a joke, they put, they put like a foot-long adamantium dong on him as a joke. Yeah, but like in his calves. Yeah, and it extends like his claws do. So it just shows up real weird on x-rays. Yeah, yeah. He can't go, (laughs) can't fly through the airport. Storm could fly through the airport before she lost her powers. Now she has to walk. Yeah, how did, what did that, what happened there? Like, right. why is she still the leader? Oh, she's gonna baseball. They gotta give her something to do. She's she's useless in the field now. She might as well get a desk job. (laughs) Surely you do not mean that, you whisper. Maybe not. He says, watching Rogue land lightly on the balls of her feet like an acrobat, her face flushed with the exhilaration of flying. Man. The fire's on Obar Island, she announces, billowing clouds of black stuff. Y'all don't think the Sparks could spread the fire over all that water, do you? Probably not, Wolverine replies. 
With his advanced background in forestry. Yeah. Remember he was a meteorologist before he got picked up by Stryker? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably. We're, we're fine. Who cares? Let's. Uh... <laughs> I've started a lot of fires in my day. <laughs> uh, Oba Island, you muse. Isn't there some sort of military base there? No, it's an X-Men comic. It sounds like we should have a different leader. We should have a different leader named Nightcrawler who has all the good ideas. I mean, Storm is going to get left behind in the next two pages, right? Because she can't fly to that island with us. <laughs> she sure can't. Uh, last time I flew over there, about a month ago, Rogue reports, they were just putting up some buildings and posting it with some real unfriendly signs, all about prosecuting trespasses and stuff like that. Sounds like the army, all right. Wolverine mutters. Or like a Walgreens. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Everybody puts up signs that say no trespassing. Wolverine, geez. Just to be sure, the three of you troop into the school kitchen to use the telephone. You listen as Wolverine reports the fire to the local authorities. He speaks to someone on the other end of the line for a moment, then says, I see. Okay. This is not how the X-Men goes. Yeah, it's, this is super weird. Everyone plays a baseball game and then calls in the cops <laughs> like the when cop. there's a suspicious occurrence at a military base. Uh, What's happening? Sir, the, yes, no, I'll wait, yes. <laughs> I'm Wolverine, I'm, I'll yeah. gladly wait, I'm known for my patience. Should we grab the uh, the SR seventy one that we have available to us? The, uh, the the plane. Just take a little look see over there. No, no, you're right. We'll... No, we're gonna do the responsible thing and just sit tight. Hey, I made brownies. Uh, no, non-emergency, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we only do cosmic level threats and up. What did they say? You ask. That the situation is under control. Wolverine answers. Good. Not really. He replies. Cause they're lying. You've had experience with Wolverine's intuition before. He's not often wrong. You'd be willing to bet he was right now, too. But why would they lie, you ask? More likely, the army just doesn't want to breach security on the island. They'd rather let it burn into the water than bring in outsiders. Sounds like their prerogative. Well, you ask, should we consult with our fearless leader on this one? I'll go find her, Rogue offers, and she hurries off to fetch Storm. Just chain of command. Yeah. Like, Xavier is gone, Cyclops is gone, Storm has no powers. Mm-hmm. It's a weird time for the X-Men. Why do you think they didn't put Nightcrawler in charge? Is it because he's blue? Do you think there's, like, oh, probably a little bit of racism going on? I mean, does he seem like a leader to you, though, you know? He's he's definitely I'd want him in my I'd want him in my like in my cabinet, at least. I think Nightcrawler is a rock, not a rock star. Yeah, I think he's a he's a good advisor. But like, I've never seen him take charge of a situation. You know, he usually needs coaxing to do anything. He's always very sad. I think his move is just to like bamf out, right? Yeah. Like, oh, this is a problem for you guys later. The going gets tough. Yeah, he can put hands on two people, take them with him. Everybody else is crashing in the jet. When the going gets tough, he gets going. But, like, not in the good, positive way that we usually say that. Mm-mm. Like, he, he just fucks off. Yeah. You listen as your fellow X-Men tell you about the fire and the phone call. Your storm. Ordinarily, you wouldn't <laughs> hesitate to give the go-ahead to check out such a situation and offer what assistance you can. Breaching army security, though, is a serious matter. You've done it before, but only when it was extremely urgent. Because you had to rescue Morph. Yeah. The U.S. government and its auxiliaries don't trust mutants, and the X-Men in particular. You're effectively a tiny nation state with, like, 17 human nuclear weapons, <laughs> right. so, like, it's well-deserved. Masquerading as a school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is weird, because, like, who... Do you think they turn down normal kids? Yeah. And they're like, no, no, but my SATs, like, I really... I, I really want to get my, I think my SATs are really good. Look, son, Jean Grey, just, you walk by her, your brain will melt. Period. End of sentence. Okay? I can, I can protect mutants because they have a certain inherent, like, less goopiness. You know? They're tough. But normal human beings, they're a normal human kid, you're dead. Yeah, I mean, I'm really impressed that you were captain of the rugby team, but can I turn you, child, into a weapon? I don't think I can, so fuck off. I mean, fastball special? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you let if you let beasts throw you forty five feet into the air, uh, we can talk. All right. Uh, I actually have a mutant power. Um, it's uh, I I don't sunburn easily oh. for a white person. You know, it's pretty uh, pretty 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 handy. I'd say I'm I'm O positive. Uh, my blood type is O positive. I'm a universal donor. That's my superpower. The nurse said I was a, a superhero uh, last time I went in to donate blood. So I figured, you know, S- sign me up. Where's my room? Time to get on a team. Brick Frog. What, what, kind of classes, what kind of classes do you offer for people who can't breathe fire? 
I like the idea that like the nurse told me I was a superhero last time I gave blood, and then Wolverine's like, the nurse told me, go home, freak. You're a mutant. We can't take your blood. The last time I went to give blood, so no, you don't fit in here. <laughs> your blood just like makes people into cancers, like just walking tumors. Colossus yeah. is like, I'm not even sure that I have blood under all of this. If they say they have it under control, they obviously do not want any interference. We do not want to make more trouble for ourselves. But the guy was lying. I know it. I really want it to be true, at least. Yeah. Let me, let me put these claws inside of somebody. I could smell his lies through the telephone. Really, I can do that now. Yeah, like a, like a wolverine, like a real wolverine. <laughs> Look, I got two powers, all right? My first power is I'm the best at getting beaten and murdered. Like, you can beat and murder me a billion times. A it's bunch. not a great power. But then I also have metal bones. <laughs> That's my other power, and it's great for stabbing, so... So sometimes if you break it down, though, uh, me having metal bones is really just an extension of the first thing, because they couldn't put metal bones in a normal person. Moving on. I mean, that's, you know, it's like saying, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a superhero because I have, uh, a, I can shoot guns with my thumbs. It's a tool. It's a tool. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, but I guess Batman's kind of a superhero because of his tools. Huh. He sounded very calculated, almost like a man who's been ordered to lie. Well, should we check out the fire or not get involved? Here's the thing. I mean, I guess we have to go where the adventure is, but I'm pretty much on the side of all the people who say, yeah, why would we do anything with that? The army doesn't want us. It's their problem. Yeah. And we just verified that, like, the fire can't cross the ocean or whatever, so we're good. Yeah. Ver- verify is a strong word. Wolverine said it. But... Yeah, we verified it. <laughs> Look, if it's a problem, Ice Guy can just, like, Silver Surfer over there and just turn, it, turn all the fire into ice, right? Yeah. Like, if there's a problem, maybe I'll solve it, Ice Guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vanilla Ice. Uh-huh. So my vote's 166. Let's, let's kick back and play more baseball. I'm cool with that. You got sandwiches in this school? Yeah, I think 166 is, that's the storm answer. If the book ends with a fuck you, I'm gonna be mad. Well, it'd be nice if Wolverine ran away, because he does that a lot. <laughs> he does, that's like his thing. If they need story action, they're like, run away, Wolverine. Go on a quest, go on a soul search. We are in enough trouble with the authorities already. Trespassing on a U.S. Army base will only reopen old wounds. Huh. Rogue sighs with disappointment. You can see she'd been looking forward to a little action. Wink. <laughs> Sounds like we get a rogue chapter now. Rogue chapter! <laughs> you bite back your frustration. You know Storm's right. The helicarrier incident ultimately led to Storm being robbed of her powers by an overly enthusiastic government agent. What? Sure. Wolverine says nothing, but he doesn't look pleased. He fails to join the rest of you for the barbecue in the backyard that night. The next morning, Storm corners you and Nightcrawler. Mom, there he goes. There he fucking goes. When was the last time you saw Wolverine? She demands. Mm-hmm. When we were discussing the file on Oba Island, you answer, finally. Why? I cannot find him, and his bed hasn't been slept in, Storm explains. I would know I slept there. <laughs> I like to sneak into everybody's rooms and just leave small pieces of cheese. It's my power now that I don't have powers. It's my, it's my leadership quirk, isn't it fun? <laughs> don't forget boss's day. <laughs> he is gone. So is the sailboat, Storm says simply. My favorite X-Man, the sailboat. The sailboat. <laughs> Uh, Doug, Doug, Doug Bennington, one of the new mutants, also known as the sailboat. Uh, he can, uh, he, his skin is just on, on his back. So there's two giant flaps oh. that he can like extend to become a human sailboat. There is a superhero called skin whose power is a lot of loose skin. I'm not even joking. It's not a power so much as a curse, right? I, I, like, yeah, a sort of a bad, a bad look and sort of maybe a medical mystery. The three of you jump in the motorboat and set out for Obar Island. Why didn't they take the motorboat? Whatever. When you get there, you find that the fire has done extensive damage to the forest and apparently destroyed the base entirely. I detect the smell of many chemicals in the air. Now that's a thing I can do, too. (laughs) Perhaps there was a laboratory explosion before the building collapsed and burned. Storm shakes her head sadly. (sighs) No one could have lived through that inferno, she says. <laughs> we must mourn the charred dead. 
the three of you spend the rest of the day on the island rummaging about, just, you know, looking for stuff. But nothing more comes to light. By late afternoon, Storm calls a halt to the search before the authorities show up and blame you for the damage. We chose the less interesting of the two paths, I think. certainly did. We should have jumped in with Wolverine, because he was going to run away anyways. Oh, dick! You return to the X-Men mansion, but the story of Ober Island and the fate of your companion Wolverine remains a mystery. Your adventure is over! That's it! We fucked up! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we successfully uh, called their bluff, and they were not bluffing. Yeah. God, the next page has a picture of, like, Nightcrawler teleporting behind a sentinel and then like rogues flying around him so much adventure we could have had yeah there's a lot of adventure uh the sex number page has an ex- extremely good adventure that with what looks like robot bugs uh storm might not have any powers but she has the hell out of a branch all right so are we doing another path uh yeah we got we should take the wolverine path at least because like we did literally nothing yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think we've got to go investigate this fucking plot yeah yeah dang 98, we decide not to sit out the plot. Yeah, 98, we're, gonna, we're going to check out the island. You cannot stand by while innocent people are in danger, even if it means more trouble for the X-Men. Besides, you can sense the team members in front of you champing at the bit. Rogue, especially, can hardly contain her excitement. She's very sexually frustrated, <laughs> and you and everyone else in this X-Men have noticed. Yeah. Very well, you agree. We'll check it out! Rogue flies away. Is it not... It's not chomping at the bit. Is it champing? Yeah, I believe it's champing. Uh, huh. But like, because horses. But <laughs> yes, horses don't chomp. They champ. Yeah, they do. They champ. Uh, and, they, and then they eat Wheaties, horse Wheaties, the breakfast of champions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know why that's very funny to me, though. I bet it's what they give. Like, that's the trophy for like the hot dog eating contests or whatever. Uh, champ is an older, more formal word that means to gnash or chew something. Okay, so it's chomp with a vowel swap. Yeah, it's chomp with a vowel swap. The moment Storm nods her approval of the mission, you run to tell the other members of the team, but you find no one left at the school. They must have all gone into town to quench their thirst after the ball game, you finally decide. But as Rogue, you'll never quench your thirst. Your sexual thirst. (laughs) It is just the four of you. Storm, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, and your horny, horny self who set out from Spoyton Cove in the small motorboat, the Lelandra. Everyone keeps buying you back massagers for Christmas, and you just don't understand it. Well, you keep touching the back massagers and vibrating a bunch because you stole their vibrating power. <laughs> yeah, it's not just humans, it's like literally anything. Storm sends you ahead to scout for any water patrol boats that might be blocking your route to the island. Okay, what if she touched, what if she touched a virtual boy so much that she can only see in those red and black lines? So that's not... In- you're not necessarily like absorbing its powers so much as its limitations. Yeah, it's well, you get you do get to play the tennis game whenever you want. Yeah, but humans can also do that. They just pick up a racket. Well, yeah, a bird can fly, but now Rogue, because Rogue stole all of Carol Danvers's soul, now Rogue can fly. Man, I can't believe I just learned that like last week and it blew my fucking mind. About how Rogue put uh, uh, Captain Marvel in a wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Like, Rogue's powers are just that, like, she can absorb powers for a while. The reason she mm-hmm. can fly and has super strength is because she perma-absorbed Captain Marvel. Yeah. The, and, and didn't have to deal with any of the alien shit. Like, just got all the good Captain Marvel juice. Mm-hmm. That's fucking hilarious. That's the bad guy from Heroes. Like, she's just the... She's, if she, imagine if she hadn't found uh, Charles Xavier and instead had found Magneto and Magneto's like, Oh boy, let's go get all of them. <laughs> You're going to be all of them now. And, uh, damn. Yep. Oh, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Innumerable times. You've been plagued with guilt over stealing Miss Marvel's powers and consciousness. Hey, there it is. And wished you could give them back all the memories, the strength, the invulnerability and the seventh sense. But to part with this gift of flying would be impossibly difficult. I could stay up here forever. You think? As Carol Danvers cries out in your soul. Yeah. <laughs> Please free me. There's work to be done, so you return to the boat and report that there are no craft on the lake at all. How odd, how odd Storm murmurs, <laughs> as you've <laughs> passed the murmur. first warning buoy, posted with a no trespassing notice, you spot a large dark object floating in the water. It looks like a body, you whisper. Why don't you check it out, rogue? Storm suggests. 
You skim low over the water towards the shape. It is indeed a corpse, that of a man in an army uniform. A creepy feeling shudders along your spine, but you dutifully pluck at the dead man's shirt and, getting a good grasp on it, haul the corpse back to the boat. You now have a corpse's powers. Yeah, you're like a cat that drug in a dead mouse. Yeah, cool, thanks, ghoul. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, you feel as though you've slammed into a brick wall. You splash backward into the water, losing hold of your burden. Nightcrawler begins circling the boat around closer to the corpse. You hear a thunk, and the boat rocks sickeningly. God, you hear the you hear the propeller lurch as it catches the hair of the corpse. And the image of a corpse being like flung around really quickly by its hair <laughs> on the end of a boat—that's pretty brutal. I like it. It probably would be. It would look a lot more like a, a, a Raiden uh, finishing move. It, I don't know. Yeah, that I feel it, like the head's gonna yeah, come off. You just pull it, like. slurp it right out with the uh, with the little spinal column. But it's more fun if it doesn't, though. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> if it point. sort of like jerks the boat too, and you're like, oh. If it was Wolverine's corpse, for example, and it was adamantium uh-huh. bones keeping it together. Yeah, well, he wouldn't float very well, but he does have a lot of hair. Apparently, he's on this boat and it's not sinking. So. Yeah, I, I just I just looked up uh, Carol Danvers' seventh sense. It's a limited precognition. So, like, not only can Rogue now fly and is stronger than everyone, but she can see into the future and can absorb more people's powers. Yeah, Rogue, I feel like, did not get enough credit as an X-Fan. She seemed like one of the good ones, but, like, not clearly the best one by a mile. No, but she's, like, 100% the best one. I mean, I guess. Like, I don't know if the Carol Danvers in this universe is the same one who just, like, flew all the way through a starship the size of a city and took it out in, you know, fucking Avengers. So... Yeah, so I still haven't seen... Every week that goes by is another week (sighs) I still haven't seen Avengers Endgame. I'm not going to apologize for spoiling that movie to you, Ian. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I, I know what happened in it. You know what? I, I'll, I'll go to bat for Avengers Endgame purely because as of 2020, we've gone through like four different like big cultural things coming to an, like, an ending. Democracy. Yeah, democracy, uh, Game <laughs> of Thrones, yeah. uh, the new Star Wars is... Uh-huh. The entire time I was in the theater, I was like, all right, they're going to shit their pants any second now. There's no way they're going <laughs> to like stick 26 landings. That's insane. But no, they just stuck 26 landings. Agree. Let's huh. move on. Yes, let's move on. I'm very angry about where pop culture is going. <laughs> uh, God, I'm, I'll be angry about Game of Thrones till I die. Okay. Yeah, I'm moving Game, on. Of Thro- Game of Thrones is so bad that like nobody has talked about rewatching it in quarantine. I would be, I would be okay with how bad Game of Thrones went if I thought there would ever be a chance to read all the books and have a satisfying ending that way. But there right, never will. Because that's not, yeah, like he's definitely going to die from COVID. Like, knock him, I mean, knock I'm, him wood. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure he's even trying. Like, is he writing the books? I don't, I assume he's not. Uh, every year he does like a post on his uh, like blog and it's just like, still working on the book. It's coming along. Uh, I think it made a lot of progress this year. And uh, those people who are fools are just like, oh, man, I'm really angry about this. And then, like, those of us who have reached enlightenment are like, OK, sure, George R.R. R. Martin. Sure. Gerard Wait a minute, guys. There's something fishy here, you insist. You fly away from the boat, keeping your hands in front of you. A few yards away, you hit what feels like a smooth rock wall. It's some sort of force field, you cry out, flying upward and feeling along the invisible surface. Then you open your eyes. Nope, it's just a rock wall. Yeah, huh. Feels like a rock wall. <laughs> smells like a rock wall. Tastes like a rock wall. Rock wall. Ba, 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 da, da, ba, 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 ba. I'm the newest member of the X-Men. <laughs> the uh, rock lobster? Yeah, the, the rock lobster, yeah. Fred Schneider, codename, rock lobster. Using a boat hook, Storm hauls the soldier's body aboard. God. The dead man appears to have been stabbed. Whoever did this is undoubtedly on the island, Storm surmises. Kurt, before we go any farther, check to the near shore and back. Without hesitation, Nightcrawler vanishes in a small explosion, leaving a puff of foul-smelling smoke behind. <laughs> she smells like burnt hair. Like, <laughs> That's not a detail that I've ever known before. I like me it. Me neither. That his, that his bamf has got a stink to it. No, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it smells like uh, sulfur, because he's uh, like a, he looks like a devil. Oh. I, I assume like part of his power is just that, like, all of his body mass, except the farts he was holding, move across the room. <laughs> and then he just leaves the farts unbound back where he was. All, yeah, all of his body mass, except for whatever waste is inside him currently. <laughs> so it's, just, so it's just like a poop like lands on the ground every time he Yeah, moves. that first one's gnarly, but like after that, it's not too bad. Yeah, he tries to do one before they leave on a mission. <laughs> 
few seconds later, he reappears in the same theatrical way, but he looks somewhat drained. Of poop. Are you all right? What happened? You asked. You ask? Kurt shrugs his shoulders. I don't know exactly. It was suddenly as if the shore were a hundred miles away. I couldn't make it. I had to turn back. A minute later, the boat reaches Obar Island's dock, a solid new construction, sheltering four powerboats with U.S. Army identification numbers on them and a small sailboat. Just as you step onto the path in the forest, Wolverine cries out, Rogue, look out! and shoves you to the ground as a horrible buzzing sphere about the size of a volleyball swoops down over your head. It's phantasm! You spin around to find the sphere attached to Wolverine's wrists by steel tendrils, like space-age handcuffs. It's trying to cut off my wrists! That's a weird, like, to cut off a wrist. Like, yeah, why would you make a robot that does that with tendrils? As opposed to, like, a buzzsaw. Uh, I've got to get this thing off Wolvie, you think, as you grab the sphere to crush it? Hell yeah. We do, we do that. We crush it. Yeah, she's Carol Danvers' strength. Yeah, we crush it with as much crush as possible, I think. We 163 crush it. Oops, Wolverine's adamantium bones! Sorry, Wolvie. Oh, no. Did you guys see uh, the Wolverine... Uh, I forget what it's called. It was like the... Logan. No, not... Well, I mean, Logan was really good, but the other, one, other origin movie that was bad? X-Men Origins Wolverine was the bad one. X-Men Origins colon Wolverine. Yeah, where, yeah. like... Oof. How did he lose his memory? Well, they shot him, but he can't shoot him because he's got adamantium bones. Well, he shot him with an adamantium bullet. Like, uh... I don't want to remember anything about that movie. That yeah, was bad. Again. Moi mal. It's the same principle as Iron Man. If you slam a man in an iron suit into a wall at 200 miles an hour, you really slammed a human body uh-huh. into an iron suit at 200 miles an hour. Yeah. So, like, you could totally shoot Wolverine with bullets. Just mess up his brain meats. Yeah. That's why he's so mad. The thing is, like, I can sort of hand wave and say that Tony Stark invented inertial dampeners or whatever. Wolverine's just got a brain and a skull. Yeah. The the skull is just a harder surface than usual to slam into. That's the difference. But the brain keeps healing itself. Like, I'll fully admit that, like, he can, yeah, he can heal back, right? But he's definitely going to have, like, full-on dementia for, like, five minutes as his brain's, like, just rebuilding itself from soup. (laughs) He's got bad, bad CTE. And then he doesn't. And he's just grumpy again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Or, or in the most horrific uh, version, like he was starting to get CTE and then his powers kicked in. So he's just constantly. Uh, he's always, always right back to reset, reset at uh, the bad, the bad one. Yeah, uh, man, that, that joke came out a lot darker than I thought it would. So I'm just going to go ahead. Let's, we'll, we can, well, I'm going to move on. Say, everybody take a moment. <laughs> Remember Will Smith's accent from the film Concussion. <laughs> That's not the movie, right? That's not the name of the movie? Yeah, that's the name of the movie. Uh, that's the name of the movie, and that's also his accent, so you're welcome. He's Dr. Concussion in Concussion Lords. Uh-huh. Endgame. <laughs> it's, really, it's really ambitious, because no one's ever tied 26 Will Smith movies together before. <laughs> no one's ever tied 26 different concussions together. Uh, <laughs> what if all the Will Smith movies exist in the same universe? Do they not? I thought Bright was a sequel to Men in Black. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if Seven Pounds is actually the, like, spiritual successor to Wild Wild West? I mean, it, it tracks for me. I, I, does it not track for you guys? This is a hard theory to disprove. Didn't he have that far future one with his son, though? Yeah. Beyond Earth? Yeah. And how would that one square with I Am Legend? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's moments after the end of I Am Legend. He has, uh, he's uh, sort of the artificial intelligence it where robots come down. No, uh, so, well, if we assume that I Am Legend, I never saw the movie, but if it has the same ending as the book. It doesn't. It doesn't. Then it doesn't. It doesn't? No, it's no. a, it's oh, a well. like, I love Will Smith, and the movie tried really hard, but it was bad. It was a bad film, and it ruined a really good story. Oh. Well, does he become a legend at the end? Uh, martyr. We have to get to a stopping point of this book yeah. before an hour and a half. Yeah, you're right. All right. All right, let's just, let's bang this out. Here we go. As though it were an aluminum can, Rogue crumbles a sphere with her bare hands. The tendrils around your wrists go limp. We're Wolverine now. And the strange (laughs) sphere falls to the ground. This was the weirdest decision for a book. Yeah, it really is hard. You rub the circulation back into your hands with a feeling of relief. Though you've regenerated skin in record time, self-healed massive internal wounds that would have killed an ordinary man, and even grown fresh nerve tissue, you very much doubt that your body could grow new hands for some reason. Check it out, Storm. My skin regenerated in record time. This is a new record for me. Write it down on the book you carry. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure, sure thing, Sugar. And she just pulls out this notebook, and it's just all, like, 
sketches of like every member of the X-Men topless. I was just imagining sketches of Wolverine like with a dagger through his head or falling yeah. into a pit of sharks. And then one page is just like hands question mark and it's circled a bunch. <laughs> Thanks, kid, you say, smiling at Rogue. Anytime, sugar. Because Rogue destroyed the sphere before it could harm you. Add two to your karma pool on her behalf and then turn to 89. She has so much in her karma pool. Look at that karma. Girl, look at that karma. <laughs> We'd better get going. Storm insists. We won't be able to see much longer, and there's much to be done. Wolverine, keep a sharp ear out for any more of these things. Sharp ears are what his costume seems to have in the head area. Uh-huh, but isn't that just his hair? I, I assume it is. It comes over like a hood. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, weird, it's a weird pick. She gives the crushed sphere a kick with the toe of her boot. Yes, there is something familiar, she murmurs. You all flash back to the time last summer when you accidentally hit a, uh, um, a Roomba with your car, and you all agreed <laughs> to never talk about it again, but the confused mass of wires and electrical components reminds you of your shared guilt. Less than a hundred yards into the forest, however, you begin to encounter an obstacle you cannot fight as easily, the fire. We see Wolverine trying really hard. I <laughs> can't okay, cut it. Fuck. To slash it. Yeah. Uh, what do I stab here? Uh. He, he keeps burning himself and then running, but that just makes him matter. So he goes back in and fights it even harder and he just burns himself. It's a loop. He comes out just to report to Rogue that it's a record time and that she should mark it. This is <laughs> That's why he can't go anywhere without Jean Grey, because he just gets stuck in these anger loops and then we can't move on. Yeah. <laughs> you got to blast him. You got to blast him a little bit in his in his anger spots. Well, here's what you do. You just uh, hit him on the head real hard. That liquefies his brain. Yeah. He'll forget what he was angry about. He'll reboot in five minutes. Yeah. You do that a hundred times, and so then you've got Dark Side? Uh, no, Doomsday. Doomsday. Dark Side, Dark side is the one who has, like, those teleport tubes and the, like, laser gun. His eye shoots teleport lasers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just appreciate that you were able to finish my joke for me. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, you, you <laughs> kill him enough, he comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doomsday. This place would be an inferno already if it'd been summer, you note. Yeah, Kurt agrees. Luckily, there was a ton of rain last week. So much, like, meteorology. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something very hot had to start this, Storm muses. And I definitely don't have lightning powers, wink. Something very hot had to start this is not a thing you could tell by looking at a fire, is it? Uh, Like, there is a fire? It just had to be hot enough to be fire-worthy? Yeah, very hot. All right. She wanted to contribute, but she doesn't have any meteorological background. She does have a meteorological background. She's the only one. She is a meteorological background. (laughs) It's like saying that a rich person knows about money just because they have it. But like if their power was economics and they could just like wave a hand and like make the markets move. Storm's power is having money. It's like Storm's power is lightning. So she never had to. She doesn't appreciate it. I'm glad she doesn't have powers because she was really taking them for granted. All right. Batman's power is having money. Yeah. Determination. All around you, the land is devastated by fire. In the twilight, it's not easy to see the footpath, now coated with ash and soot. The trail begins to climb up a steep hill, making it difficult to see what lies ahead, despite the fire-cleared area. Something sets the hair on your neck and arms prickling, warning you to be on your guard against danger, but you can't perceive the source of your uneasiness. Roll a die. Do we win? Hang on. Yeah, we win. I just want to do whatever thing gets us into a fight. You yeah. know what I mean? There's a sentinel yeah. on page 99. But that's not one of the options. 108 is the option. Oh, okay. Well, then obviously it's a done deal if it's 108. Oh, 10108. For our lives <laughs> to be over. I want to know right now, where is that sentinel? <laughs> At the very limit of your range of hearing, you sense a vibration that's causing the sensation of danger that you feel. You realize with a start that it is the same humming noise made by the electronic sphere that attacked you earlier, but now it's increased 20-fold. 20 spheres are coming! Incoming volleyballs! A whole horde of them! You shout to the others. You reach the top of the hill in two leaps, charging the onslaught of miniature robots as they swoop down upon you. Your adamantium claws gleam in the rays of the setting sun as you slash upwards in a berserk fury. Hell yeah. Finally, we're Wolverine. We're not just playing baseball and calling the cops. <laughs> Making a f- make a fighting feat by rolling one die and adding the result to your fighting with claws ability. Yes. Capital F, capital W, capital C. But it's weird that claws is spelled C-L-A-U-S, which is, it seems like a sort of... A, That's a lawyering ability. Yeah, weirdly specific yeah. wintertime holiday. 
You slash at your metal attackers with a speed that is hard for the eye to follow. Sparks fly as your claws strike against the steel casings of the miniature I knew robots. he had electricity powers. Yeah, yeah, there he is. He's hacking him. He's hacking him. <laughs> These things are going to be sorry they ever hatched, you vow to yourself. But a more serious consideration directs your actions. If they fly past you, Rogue can probably withstand their attacks, and Nightcrawler can teleport away. But Storm, without her superpowers, will be a sitting duck. In hindsight... It was super dumb to bring her. You guys have radios. <laughs> Cerebro literally lets you transport, like, teleport information directly into the brain of anyone in the world. Uh, I know Kung Fu. What is it, 182? 187, I think. 187. Yeah. On an undercover cop. <laughs> that was a good reference. I don't get yeah, it. thanks. I know that 187 is a code for murder. As you watch Wolverine destroy one after another of the mini robots, you find yourself thinking... Those things are more horrible than a swarm of rats. You're not, however, frightened. With fighters like Wolverine, I could probably command this team from an armchair, you Good muse. Good idea. Cut. Or a floating wheelchair. The metal spheres hover overhead for a moment and then, almost unbelievably, flee back over the hill, even though the majority of them remained unharmed. Cautiously, your team climbs the hill. There, in the last rays of the sunlight, you can just make out the skeletal ruins of three barracks buildings. A fourth building stands miraculously untouched by the fire that destroyed everything else. Beside a door on the building are the stenciled letters HQ. You rack your brain for... High quality! Hind quarters. Uh, hatching quadrant. Horse quartermaster. Why doesn't Storm have a gun? Right. She doesn't have. She doesn't have any powers, but she has like the world's most expensive mansion and like alien technology, and she doesn't have a fucking gun or a radio or anything. She's utterly helpless. Yo, Neats, Magneto, my man. Hey, we're gonna go fuck with the U.S. Army. Do you want in? Yeah, absolutely. That's my whole deal. More, more, more than anything. You cannot bring a gun onto a school, Ian. Oh, that's a good point. But okay, Mark, riddle me this. What's the, ta- what's the danger room about? Because that's definitely in the basement of a school and it's full of guns. It's not full of guns. It's full of simulated guns. Whatever your mind perceives it to be full of. It's more of a computer lab than a, a gun. Okay, but it's yeah. a computer lab that can literally kill you with its guns. As you and your companions approach the door, it slides open, and a woman in army overall sleeps out, aiming a gun right at you. Shit, she's got the upper hand. <laughs> the gun makes a horrible grating noise, and there's a loud crashing sound behind you. Unharmed by the woman's weapon, you whirl around to discover her two target, another sphere, which now lies on the ground behind you. Inside, quick, the woman orders, before it gets any darker. Not sure what you have to fear from darkness, but perfectly willing to take cover, you herd your team through the door. Finally, your hostess turns to greet you. Welcome to what's left of Obar Island. I'm Jesse. And I'm James. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. All our friends are dead. <laughs> Here comes trouble. It's a bunch of killer volleyballs. Christ, help us, please. You know, Jesse is about your height and build with short brown hair and freckles. In her late 20s or early 30s, she exudes health and confidence, which makes her seem much more attractive than a photograph of her could possibly capture. Why is this book so low-key horny? Yeah. Have you seen photographs of her? Like, where's this comparison coming from? Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. Like, hey, you're hotter than a picture I might have seen of you at some point. <laughs> I've never seen you in a picture, but I bet you don't look as good as you do right now when I'm looking yeah, at you. I'll bet you, I'll bet you take ki- like kind of a shitty picture, but like pretty, pretty banging bod in person. Anyway, give me pictures of you. Why have you been closing both your eyes and just saying click in my direction (laughs) (laughs) hey that that other girl here looks like she could really use some no 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 not her not her not her not her you can't touch her she can't be touched uh you're wearing an army uniform kurt notes this was an army installations and this is no army base pal this is nerd paradise i got lucky with this voice yeah (laughs) follow me the others will be dying to meet you uh, we're going to enter a room where she's propped up all of the dead bodies at like sort of an Arthurian <laughs> round table. Yeah. And they're playing D&D. Just full weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. yeah. Bernie's because they're burning the, uh, the, the island I get down. It. I get it. Okay. Uh, just, you know, our listeners might not. Because they're dumb. As you stride alongside Storm, you begin to feel uneasy. Even with your instinctive sense of direction, you're not sure that you could find your way back. 
your Wolverine. Flame in place must be bigger on the outside than it is on the outside. <laughs> you <mutter. laughs> what? You bonked your head in the yeah. last fight. Your brain is, is going back a little bit. Rogue, it's a new record. How long did it take? I feel like I haven't been talking for days. Wolverine, honey, could you draw a clock for me real quick? <laughs> yeah, how many hands you want on it? Ah, oh, my tongue feels new. Is that weird? <laughs> Jesse stops in her tracks. <laughs> Digital or analog? Is it the one from Beauty and the Beast? Uh, Cogsworth. Fuck, I'm so high. <laughs> Let's just send it there. That's good enough. That's fine. We don't need to meet these guys. We're never gonna finish this book. No, we're good. I think we're good. I think that's good. That's it's good because as, as soon as we started getting tired of it, they're like, "You wander through stuffy corridors and get tired of it." And they're like, "All right, yeah, 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 we did. Bye." Well, if you insist, yeah. <laughs> I don't really have the energy to meet six new characters, no, you know? Like, yeah, I, 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 I can't fucking do those voices. Are you kidding me? I don't care about the new mutants, and they're mutants. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to give a fuck about these people. The old army dudes. Yeah. The old nerds. Old nerds. Nerd paradise. Like, weird. You started the fire, didn't you? There's something wrong with this person. <laughs> there was. Yeah, because in the lightning, is that Wolverine's lightning? Because that lightning is like gold. The lightning that comes over the X-Men symbol for whatever reason. Isn't it silver? I don't know. It's a bizarre universe. Well, if you insist, I guess I could watch the intro again. It's only 60 seconds long. Guys, let's end the podcast and then watch things on YouTube. Right, right, right. And the, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, that about does it for us this week on, on, on a Booze Your Own Adventure X-Men edition. Um, until next time, uh, I've been Ian. I've been Cable. And I've been Mark, mon petit. <laughs> and until next time, uh, always choose responsibly. X-Men. That's also what it does in my head. We're just shouts at the X-Men. Doom's trains run on time. Say what you will about the man's methods, but uh, Doom, Doom's people aren't starving.